This is Zeninish. This is Zeninish. Part two of Fortyish and Single. This episode contains adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. 18 years and older is suggested. Anyone else have any comments about that? Uh, Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, (laughs) it's funny, though, because, like I said, I'm I'm a very touchy-feely person. But, you know, um, being in Japan... Uh, everybody who's in Japan, I'm assuming your families are all stateside. So I've had to be kind of okay with being with, by myself for the most part. But um, I actually, and I'm not an introvert normally, but I've been like, when I leave, I guess because of what's been going on when I leave, um, I'd be thinking about coming home. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, um, and then, because we've been able to do little things, like we're not completely on lockdown so as long as we're not with a lot of people and things like that we can be out but it's like do I really want now and it could be the area because I'm in Sasebo Sasebo is very country-esque it's very like when you see mountains I live up a mountain mountains 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 it's not like Tokyo I hear Tokyo is very very busy here it's like that's you know trees and so um that might be why the area I'm in but no but I agree with you with the soulmate thing and then I just wonder, because, oh, because that's what I was going to say, because this, this past relationship I was in, the one I knew, we, like, you know, I knew his family and all that stuff. Um, I told him at the beginning what I wanted. He was like, well, that sounds good. And, you know, I told him about my, my, my uh, Christian upbringing and how much God means to me. Um, and that was a transition in itself, because I've always, like, known God and, you know, I was filled with the Holy Spirit as a young girl and this and that. But it was, an, it was when when my life was rocked and it's been rocked recently a lot to where I, it's not a religion. Like that's the problem. Like when you see people doing stuff that they know they're not supposed to be doing things that, you know, that is not necessarily um, what the Bible says. It's because they have a religion, which they've never taken good root in. And so I like when people say that they're spiritual especially if they're meaning it in the fact that they're actually getting deep roots in who, you know, Christ is. And because um, a Bible is just a part of it. The Bible is just a part of it. And a Bible, people interpret it. And sometimes because if you have a really big ego, you're going to interpret it incorrectly and be leading people the wrong way. You know, and so for me, I've, you know, I've been like, Lord, I don't want to be religious. I want to know you, you know, and things like that. I know it's not a religious show, but this is who, it's who I am. It's shaped, you know, it's how I've been shaped, like you said. And, you know, being a, a woman of color, that was it. When my mom found Jesus, we found him too. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, you know, it, it kind of helped me, but it, it also helped to me to become the woman I am now to be able to say, you know, it doesn't matter the things you do. We all do wrong things, everybody. There's nobody on the earth that can say, oh, I never do anything wrong, because that's a lie. And they're lying mostly to themselves. But the thing is, is to grasp who you are and try your best to be who he called you to be. And that's where I'm striving. That's where I'm at right now. Well, I was praying and things like that. So with the guy that I just was in a relationship, I told him, this is how I am. I go to church. I'm not expecting you to go to church. But if you're never in church, that means we're unequally yoked. And that's just not going to work. 
And he was like, well, you know, I don't mind going. It's going to take some time because I just don't know. We weren't raised that way. So I don't understand. I'm willing to, I'm willing to learn. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So I was like, you know, we'll be praying about it. And then we would have conversations. And of course I'm a teacher, so <laughs> I teach. And so, you know, we're having these conversations. He has these questions and, you know, it's going good. And so even, we even got to the point where he actually came to church with me. It was once in the nine months we were together, but you know, he bought shoes and everything. He was so happy and, and everything. And so he was doing these little things that made me think, Oh, this is going to work. You know, we know each other's, well, he knew, he, I know his family. He was like, I don't want to meet your mom yet. Uh, my dad uh, was, um, he had strokes, so he was not um, able to, you know, communicate and things like that. We weren't sure what his brain activity was. at So he couldn't meet my dad, but he was like, I don't want your mom, you know, that's a big step and blah, blah. And I was, and you know me, gullible. Oh, okay, he's just trying to take his time. <laughs> and so then um, we went on with this relationship, and um, he just he would do little things, but then little things would come out, and it was like, well, I know, um, I know that people say, oh, you can't have your expectations too high, you know, give people a chance. So that's what I did, and and then so I'm I'm letting little things go, but then at the end they turn out to be big little things, and um, so it's just it's crazy. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I want to ask on about that um, to the larger group. Like as you get older, have you found that you let more little things, quote unquote, slip by? See, and I did it. Because I was very much like, this is what I want. That's it. People need to love me the way I am because I love people who we are. But with this relationship, because before I got into it, you know, I was talking to one of my friends and she's older. She's like, men, you know, you got to give him a chance. You don't know. He's different. You know, blah, blah, blah. He's showing you this, showing you that, which he was very giving. But then it kind of turned out, I'm like, man, I'm going back to expectations. <laughs> That's just me, though. Yeah. yeah. I think it depends on the person. Um, uh, obviously if you're really into the person, you let things slide, but you gotta be careful because the person might see that and use it to their advantage later on. But, um, uh, I, I think it's, it's, it's a case by case, um, um, thing if you let certain things go. So, okay. um, uh, my, my <laughs> thing is, uh, that, I can be in a relationship, but at what cost? I, I don't feel I should bend my expectations of my significant other. Now, don't, go, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with reaching across either way, but it's, it, it's a problem for me to reach all the way down to the point where my knuckles are scraping the ground. I don't know if anyone understands that, but that's... Yeah. I, I, yes, sir. I can't do that because I'm in a situation now where I look around my family and the people that I grew up with, and there isn't anyone in my age group that has a sustainable relationship that's tangible that I can use as a blueprint. So I continue to work on myself. That that's that has been me thus far for the last almost two years since I've been back in the states, mm -hmm. and I can be in a relationship, but I I have seen up close and personal relationships where they're just there, 
there's no substance, there's no intimacy, there's no love, there's no communication. They literally just come home from work and sit across from each other. And I don't want that. Sean, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think that, you know, uh, when it comes down to uh, being with someone, I think knowing what you want is great. I mean, I mean, it's not just great. I think it's one of the most important things. Um, uh, but also knowing when to, you know, if that person is not meeting those expectations. And, and I, I get that we, we, each of us is human. We don't, we don't, we won't ever meet fully everybody's expectations of us. However, I think that if you know yourself well enough, you will be able to kind of discern certain things. If you're deeply spiritual, I think you will be shown certain things and it's up to the individual to recognize these things and to say yes or no. And um, I have this uh, buddy of mine that I've known for several years and always been attracted to him um, but he, he lives in Africa. He was living here in the States and moved back home to Africa. And uh, we communicate on a regular basis. But he's, you know, told me, I find you attractive, but I don't want to go there with you. I find you attractive, but I don't want to go there with you. And, you know, at some point, I really have to say to myself, okay, yeah, I get it. I hear him loud and clear. Regardless as to how much he tells me, he's attracted to me or he finds me attractive because they're not necessarily the same. He finds me attractive. Um, he doesn't want to go there with me. So for whatever reason, it could be some reason that, that, that it, I would be happy that he doesn't want to go there with me for, you know, for whatever reason, it might be something that I, we just don't need to be together, mm. but I respect it. I, not so much. I respect it, but also I'm, I'm learning to be okay with it because just because I want to be with someone doesn't mean that we're compatible. Just be, I mean, just because we are compatible in a lot of, in a lot of ways doesn't mean that we're compatible fully enough to have a prosperous relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just being comfortable with yourself uh, enough to know, you know, when, when it's time to say no, and it's okay to not pursue something that may not be right for you. I want to go back just a sec. Um, Cinnamon touched on it as well as Akil. When we're looking at relationships and who we're wanting to date and not want to date, um, how does race play in it for you all? Let me jump in on that. Okay. So I have in the past dated outside my race many a times. What I don't get is on the other side, if you know that your family is going to have a problem with me, why are you wasting my time? Mm, that's a good point. Why go through the time, the, the time yeah, me honestly, uh You need to know someone just when you know that your mom or your daddy, because you're not man or female enough to say, this is what I want and this is what makes me happy. Amen. <laughs> well, I have a different take on that because I've dated 
over 95% of my, my relationships have been outside my race. But anyway, usually it's the rebel in the family that doesn't care. Now, I haven't had one, a situation like that where we walking up to the door with, a, with I'm carrying a cake and they're carrying the wine and we get to the door and say, no one knows about you. No, that hasn't happened to me. And Lord forbid if it ever does, because they're going to see a totally different side of me. But at the same time, um, that's always a part of my communication series, as I call it. I don't want to be blown up out the water by some secrets that you're holding. Well, see, that's how my um, that's how my um, relationship that with the God that I was um, engaged to ended pretty much because we he he and he um proposed he bought me a ring put it on my finger all of that and then like we went to church together and the people at church knew his mother didn't know though his brother knew his brothers uh, he had two older brothers they both knew their families knew his mom didn't know everybody kept it from her and then um when one day he got angry and at her because she did something he was like she was like you know what he was like you know i don't care put your ring on. I don't care if she, you know, cause he's angry. So he got bigger balls. Um, and so, um, and so then we, we get there and we're right, you know, we're riding with his mom and she's cracking jokes. So now she's no longer mad at him. And so we get off the car and we're walking towards a restaurant and, you know, we're holding hands cause that's what we did. But he's trying to take my ring off of my finger while, while we're um, walking towards the restaurant. And that was the day that broke my heart. And um, I, it, our, our relationship after that was not the same. We, we want to break it up maybe a month or two later. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is like that. Like my mom, my, my family, um, you know, she, my mom was like, I would rather you. Um, exactly, uh, Sean. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, my, uh, my mom was like, you know, I would rather you, you know, Mary Black man because i want black babe black grandbabies but if that's who makes you happy whoever makes you happy as long as they make you happy because um your father and i will kill them so <laughs> it was that yeah. type of thing but mm-hmm. after that he was my last out of relation out of um race uh race, race relationship and, and and it's okay though because in that time you know because that was like i was in my early 20s so high school was, was high school and middle school up to fifth fifth grade up was a little hard. So I had self esteem issues until about about twenty one ish twenty two, and I met him at twenty three. We, that's when we were dating and all that. And so at that time I was still finding myself, and then I realized, you know, I want a black love relationship. My parents both black, you know, they had their ups and downs, but my mom was there for my daddy. My my dad was there for my mother, and that's what I wanted, you know. And so. Um, for me now, especially like after him, I only dated he. I only I only dated black men. Now I had only dated two that were not black. One was mixed with white and something else, and he was Hispanic. I, I had uh, that, and so now I'm they're definitely about you know black love, and that's just it. And so when I pray, I'm like Lord, you know, don't send me nobody because I'm in Japan. Don't send me no Japanese man because he will get his feelings hurt. But that's just where I'm at. Um, that that's where I'm at. Okay. See me, it's the total opposite because uh, I'm so picky. It's so rare that I get along with any anyone at all, let alone like 
it's where I find a guy cute, period, or a girl cute, like period, somebody cute. And on top of that, to like have a connection and find them smart and funny and all this, it's where I connect with someone. So if I connect with someone, I really don't care what your color is or your culture is. I absolutely don't care. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, I've been the black sheep of my family forever. So I don't mind if, like, I don't care if they're not happy about it. I don't mind. Actually, actually, they've already not been happy about it because I'm French Canadian. And although I didn't, I didn't date that much outside of my race per se, but I definitely dated outside of my culture. I find French Canadian boys and men super boring. Uh, so I've been dating a lot of English guys and my ex-husband is from Scottish descent. So my family doesn't speak English at all. And my ex-husband and even my most recent boyfriend were not speaking French at all. So it, it's not, the race but it's the culture it's similar um but so all that to say that me personally i really don't care what your culture is your s color of skin and honestly to a certain degree your gender because if it's so rare i get a real true connection with someone i really don't care what's in your pants or what your skin color is if i have a connection with you and it works Well, I do care what's in the pants. For, for, fortunately, sorry, but 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 um, <laughs> but but based on where I am in Korea, um, I don't have a choice except Koreans, um, which is perfectly fine. But the issue comes with them because in their culture, um, they they secretly love black men. They really do. Behind closed doors, they 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 are some of the um, how can I put this? The best I ever had. I, 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 I'll say that. Okay. Now, when it comes to being in public, no, because I because the culture here is they're so concerned about what others think about them in every aspect, every aspect job where you live everything so even though you know i do like you blah blah this blah blah and there has been one particular person and some of you know who, who he is there's one person that we talked about um we talked about taking it all the way to the altar but it got stopped because of other reasons and one of the reason is because of that and it was kind of frustrating but when you don't have well when you do have a choice it's 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 just frustrating you know because look i like you blah blah why can't we do this but based on your culture and you're so concerned about what, what other people think um that's that's it's always running into that wall so but hopefully it'll change soon um the culture is changing quite slowly not as fast as it should, but it's slowly, slowly, you know, you know, changing. So with that being said, um, um, it is important that, you know, that you, you know, choose what you want. And like, and like, like she said, I'm going to go the opposite. What is in the pants is very important. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Well, well, I agree with both Julie and Icarus as far as, um, it, it is a cultural thing. 
I lived in Korea for 13 years and um, I will say from personal experience that they, they love a black woman too. But um, I date based on connection and I date based on um, common things that we enjoy, um, the chemistry. And I know that that sounds very cliche, but it's, it's true. And I found that the things that I like and the kind of energy I give off and the type that I like to attract um, has spanned many different cultures. It has always been male. I'm heterosexual. But as far as culture slash race, that just doesn't concern me at all. Anybody else want to weigh in on that? Yes. Um, I gravitate to whoever likes me. So it does not matter what color, nationality, race. It, it just it hasn't been that serious of a, an answer for me because you're nice to me, respect me, and you have good energy, we can deal. That has always been me. I'm not going to tell you what my family called me. But anyway, I'll keep it PG in here, okay? <laughs> no, I want you to share, John. <laughs> no, my mom, my mom used to call me the Rainbow Coalition whore. Amen. <laughs> well, she did. She said, you got folks coming in the window, folks going out the front door, folks coming in the back door, folks coming up from the basement. You're damn nasty, Sean. You're damn nasty. But it, that's just a joke she used to do. <laughs> I will say that, um, Icarus, I do agree that in my experience, Korean culture is very challenging because there, there's a strong want from parents for their child, especially a son, to date within their race, um, not even within their race. They want them to be Korean. And then even within the Korean, they have to have a certain pedigree and they have to come from this and they have to be doing that. Um, and honestly, that's where a lot of my challenge came from, dealing with the parental part of dating someone um who was korean in korea um yeah that was a challenge i was gonna say that um i i find myself uh saying you know saying i'm i'm very open to whatever uh you know is brought my way that i feel a connection to also but i i i just black men is just my my thing and even um I've been overseas for 15 years and 14 of them have been in Asia between uh, Korea and actually I was in Sasebo Cinnamon as well for two years, I think at your school. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and now in the Tokyo area, I, um, you know, I just, I find myself still being, you know, just gravitating towards um, uh, African-American men um, um, more specifically, and I think it's it's not just the attraction, but it's also the cultural connection and like the you know just the little things that you you know just the inside things that you just kind of know. And and I still feel like I am open to um, whatever God brings to me or like whatever I'm supposed to have, as long as you know I am attracted to Him. But I just I I mean I find that. Um, you know, out of all of my vast 
experiences with relationships. They've been, you know, all African-American men for the most part, um, definitely black men. And um, I think I have, I had a half Korean, half, half black man. Um, but other than that, I've just been, um, you know, it, with that. And, and I'm not, I feel like everybody is entitled to be with whoever they want to be that, that, you know, they are, I have a really good friend that most of her, her relationships are, are with Asian men and we are totally the opposite. <laughs> um, we are totally the opposite. <laughs> and I can appreciate that she likes what she likes and I, and she appreciates that I like what I like, and and we we joke a lot about we will never ever be competing for the same notes, <laughs> <laughs> which is great, you know, because you know, <laughs> but um, but yeah, as far as I, I feel like I'm open, but I feel like yeah, more than likely I'm gonna have a little black baby, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I I, I, I want to speak to that for just a second because um, you know, I've had some friends lovingly tease me about that that aspect of my life um but i want to make it clear that it's not anti black men at all i've dated black men i've had wonderful relationships with black men um right it's just that you know like everybody has a type they might like you know a big girl they might like skinny women they might like blondes they might like brunettes what have you so you know everybody has their type and there's enough in this wonderful world to go around. So, um, you know, taste the rainbow or or sample right in the middle, whatever you want to do. Yes, amen to that. May I ask a question? Sure. For those that are strictly into Black men, now I'm a member of seven different auxiliaries and I see how they play. They say, well, I'm the cat's meow because there's so few of us, especially the heterosexual ones. So they string a group along of women, very highly intelligent, beautiful women, because they know of the shortage. You understand what I'm saying? So how do you all deal with that? Since you strictly deal with black men and don't date outside the rainbow, so to speak. So that um, mainly because I'm I'm at the point right now that um, if I if I can't find one that is like me and and we can be compatible, then I'll just be single and I'm not gonna. Like, I've had my last um, time of doing what I think is gonna keep someone else. Right now, I'm working on keeping me, and so if that doesn't work or if he wants to do or whatever he can be gone to i i'm not gonna lower my expectations anymore i'm gonna do me and i, I can still love other people i've got friends i've got family i love my family so the only thing that'll be missing for me is is having a baby myself but i've got 11 nieces and nephews and multiple other families who love let me dote and love upon their kids and that'll just be one thing that I'll just be missing because I'm not, I'm, if I can't find one from the one that I want or the one that where we're, we can work together and be a team and build, then I'm done I'm, and I'm good. You know, that's just it. I want to ask uh, Keisha if you agree 
even dating like people of other cultures or races, men run game. I'm sure women do too. Like I have found that it doesn't matter the race or culture. Like it, it really is about the individual. There are people who want to play games across the board. Like it, it, race doesn't seem to be the major factor. Agreed. A man is a man is a man is a man. I agree. And I think that's why yes. I, I became so comfortable in dating, you know, other cultures, other races, because that's what I found. I'm like, you know what? Exactly what Keisha just said. A man is a man is a man is a man. So, you know, getting to know them, getting to know their culture, because even within a culture, there's microcultures. So getting to know that person to see if that person is the person that you connect with. I was going to say, I, I absolutely agree. And I, um, I, yeah, I agree with all of y'all. <laughs> I, I agree that, um, that cinnamon wants to have a certain type. Yes, girl, go for that. And I understand like other people are more open. I am, I feel like I want to be open, but I, I feel like I keep gravitating back to the same. However, Sean, um, I, you know, you, you do just like Keisha said, people are people like a man is a man is a man, a woman is a woman is a woman. We all have our, our stuff. And it is about individual situations. There are, um, there are black men who do it. There are Russian men who do it. Yeah. Have anybody ever dated a Russian? Um, anyway. Yes. (laughs) And yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so, everybody and it is about the 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 individual person and with the relationships i have you know i do i use my own intuition i use discernment <laughs> you know there are a lot of things just like i know several people have mentioned seeing signs um at the very beginning i think it was keisha um seeing signs at the very beginning but ignoring them and still pursuing the relationship yeah it was keisha she said that it should have ended on day two because she saw the signs. And so you can see those signs with any race, any nationality, any ethnic group. And it's not just black men. You know, I feel like if, if, and I'm going to stop after this, but I feel like if there is a black man that I'm supposed to be with, I'm going to be with him regardless. Not, you know, I don't care how, what the statistics say. I don't care if I am in an Asian country and, or I am in Timbuktu, the person that you guys see it, we were all brought here together for a purpose. Every connection, every relationship we have, whether it's friendship or whatever, there was a purpose and you were brought into each other's lives, even in Asian countries, you know? So that's the same thing with whoever we're supposed to be with. If we're supposed to have monogamous relationship or a polyamorous, is that right? Relationship. Yeah, yes, that's what they yes. Yes. <laughs> Because po- polyamorous and polygamous are two different things. Yes, yes, polyamorous. I'm trying. I was trying, Julie. I was trying to be um I know you're good. <laughs> Well, Julie, Julie, what is um, the difference? Yes, yeah. Um, I'll, 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 
End question, yes. Uh, polyamorous is having several uh, serious quote-unquote relationships at the same time. Polygamous is being married to more than one person at the same time. So it's not exactly the same. And usually polygamy is more associated with religion reasons rather than uh, relationship choices. Okay, I learned something new. Well, I'll see. Can I, can I jump in here? <laughs> So I was going to um, go uh, talk a little bit about the um, desiring someone out of, outside of your race. And I think I've been um, divided on this thing for a long time. And the reason being partly because if we look at the news today, we see how black men are brutalized and uh, killed um, by in a lot of situations by white cops and then in some situations within our own, um, within our own uh, culture, but also even out with cultures that are non-white. This is a, hmm, this is a heavy subject for me. Nonetheless, um, it's hard for me to kind of want to be with someone outside of the race because I don't think, I don't know if that person would actually get it and understand how black people have been oppressed, suppressed for hundreds of years and still to this day. With that being said, um, the other side of me is a open-minded person, or I, I would think that I'm open-minded, that other part of my brain is open-minded and love is love. And then I flip back and I see in all of Hollywood how there are so many black men who are in relationships with white women and so many black gay men who are in relationships with white gay men. And not that, and love is love. I do believe that love is love, but I'm like, so many, so many. I just, it's, it makes me question motive. It also makes me question myself is like, are you really as open-minded as you think you are mm-hmm. um you know and does culture should culture interfere or should being pro-black should being pro-african-american af- interfere or affect the partner that i have can i i say- can't uh- yeah, go ahead, Sean, but I want to jump in because I've dated a lot outside of my culture, so I definitely have an opinion about that. Go right ahead, because so do I. Okay, well, the thing is that I understand where you're coming from, Akil, and I kind of agree with you in the sense that as a French Quebecer who's dated a lot of English guys from Europe and the States, and, you know, I, I the last time I dated a French guy... I think I was, it was like 20 years ago, like even more. Like I, uh, when you date someone of your culture, for sure it helps you understand each other better. Uh, Definitely like the cult, you know, the the cultural background and stuff like that. That being said, I really think, um, how can I put it? I'm going to say something blunt, but I'm going to explain myself. There's misery everywhere. What I mean by that is that I totally agree with you that the way black men are treated, especially in the United States, is it's appalling. Uh, you know, like I see things every day and I'm like, wow, I'm kind of glad I'm in Canada. It's a bit better. Uh, so I totally understand that it is uh, scary and people should be way more offended by it than they are. Mm-hmm. That being said, 
like I'm a woman, a French Canadian woman in uh, an English speaking continent dominated by men. So I definitely have struggles too. And I feel like I can definitely feel really strongly uh, and understand really well the struggles that, uh, uh, you know, uh, American black male are going through it's not the exact same thing but i can definitely understand like you know my culture was destroyed by the english we've been conquered uh we've lost quebec too you know like uh um you know we've i'm not separatist personally but we did like quote unquote lose our country twice so no matter there's definitely other cultures that have cultural struggles and although you know like obviously i'm not Actually, I was going to say, I'm not as as at much risk of being killed in the street than a black man in America, but that's not even entirely true because I'm a woman. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I, th I think, um, yeah, there's you can understand somebody maybe more easily if they're in your culture, but that does not mean that somebody outside of your culture won't understand you, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have uh, my big brother and my big sisters. Uh, one lives in Brussels, the other one lives in Mons, Belgium. And both of them are in interracial relationships. And they both in have encountered racism. And it's usually their white counterpart that leads the charge in the defense of the family. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when they first got together, I asked them, I said, well, how was it? And they were telling me some horror stories that made them appreciate each other more. They both encountered racism from the white side and the black side in both of their relationships. So I do think that if it's your mate, they will either grow to understand it or they will already understand the struggle because it's as blatant as the nose on your face that all of these things that are in the news, you know what I'm saying? So my friends, I know, and I've seen them in action when we have come up against racism when I'm around them, it's usually the white one out of the, the couple that leads the charge and clicking out, going off, and really showing their disdain towards the situation. So. I pray I, if, if my mate is outside of my race, I hope they are like that as well. And, you know, Akil, I can understand what you're saying on both sides. And I think one way that I look at it is if you are pro-Black, it doesn't mean that you have to be anti-something else. And I think that I say that for my own understanding, but I would need my partner if they are outside of my race to understand that too, that I am black. And for me, the struggle of black people is a, an intrinsic part of who I am and things that I do and things that I am involved in. Um, I'm involved in that struggle because of who I am. And so, you would have to understand that in order to be in my life. Um, I also think about the fact, and I've had this conversation with a couple of friends, 
there are times when you don't want to have to explain the struggle. You don't want to have to explain an, a joke or um, a statement or why you're so upset about something. And that, I think, is where the comfort of someone within your culture comes in. But I don't know. I've had several situations where I didn't, quote unquote, fit the mold of what a black person, black woman, black female is. And I've been ridiculed by my own race many times, even as an adult, for being who Lakeisha is, but it didn't fit the mold. So they either had something to say or had a joke or talked about me behind my back. So I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying and I can definitely see your side of things, but I also have found acceptance and an openness to learn and um, or already meet someone with the anger over how um, things, how black people are treated or a, at least in a, not, a knowledge or awareness of um, the situation and can be empathetic. Um, so, yeah. That's a good point. And I want to say, um, Akil, thank you for bringing that up because that really is a, another reason why <laughs> I made the decision not to stay out of my race because of that, because of the stuff that's going on, that's going around with us. And so my sis, one of my sisters is married to a white man. His Now, there's some good in this. His family, um, they actually own slaves in Texas. They, they were plantation owners. They own slaves. And his mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother, the, the matriarch, they were very racist. And so when he met my sister, they told him, if you marry her, you're going to be cut off. And, you know, this, this, and that. Um, my sister's very light-skinned. So she, you, you wouldn't think she was white, but she's definitely, I'm more of a cinnamon color. She is very yellow. You know, high yellow. You know, she's one of them. Um, but still, and I think, I think if she were darker, they probably would, <laughs> they probably would, it probably would have been worse because he, but, but the thing the in my brother's, in my brother-in-law's defense and we call it, I call him brother cause he is that now he told all of his family, he sat them all down and was like, look, this is my fiance. I love her. I don't care what you say, but if you disrespect her or whatever, I will be out of your life. I don't need any of you. You weren't there anyway. You know, and he cussed them all out everybody, even his mama. So his mom, she's, well, God rest her soul now, she's passed a couple, a couple of years ago, but she, you know, she had to get in line because he, he's her only child. Um, and so she had to say, well, you know, I don't want to lose my son. And then of course, when the, the grandbabies came, she of course softened then, but a lot of his uh, family, you know, they still stay disconnected. So there's a, there is a plus to that. But the problem with is with him is that he makes borderline i'm gonna cut you type jokes so he always says well you know back in the day uh wives were a property so now i have a double blah, blah and you know stuff like that and i'm like i will you they won't find your body you know because he <laughs> and i know he's playing but you know he's white you don't play like that when you're married to my black sister mm -hmm. and so but but even with him though he tells me he's like cinnamon the only reason why you're single is because you won't give a white man a chance because white men love black women and i was like yeah but i don't want to be anybody's property and that's what i see when when i exactly 
uh, exactly sunshine. I don't, I don't like when he says stuff like that. And, but when, for me, especially now when the stuff has been going, all these white people doing all this, you know, and all that for me, it's, I can't, I know I'm temperamental. Most women are, but I don't want to be married to a white man. And then something happened and I look at him and find hate for him at any time and I don't I don't hate people but I hate the way they are and I know because I'm not the type to to lash out I I, I internalize more I am I'm analytical but I but I internalize a lot of times unless you push my buttons you know that stuff stays hidden but if you're in my house and we're you know and, and and you say anything and then it's really hard for me not to be like okay you've been a little Caucasian right now I don't, I don't want that. And I don't think anybody deserves that. And I'm not ready for that. So for me, that's the main reason why I want a black man, because we, our struggles will be the same. Our our jokes will be the same, you know, and, um, I won't have to worry, worry about that. Um, like I do with my brother-in-law, but I don't see him all the time for the most part. He's a good dude. He's just, he's Caucasian, no offense, but he's Caucasian. And so, um, that's the biggest thing. And then too, you know, there's always this, this thing about mixed babies. Oh, mixed babies are so beautiful. And I hate when I have to tell black people, black babies are, are beautiful too. Just because they don't, ha- just because their hair um, is curly or because ours is too, you know, <laughs> our hair is curly and just like us, it cannot be as easily controlled. Thank you very much. I'm very proud of that fact. But you know, it's stuff like that where I want, I want to have black babies because black babies are just as beautiful as any other race. Not saying anybody else's race is ugly, but you know, I want to do my part, you know, and I'm, you know, I want, I want that. I, that's what I feel. And I want to birth a black king or queen or both. You know what I'm saying? I want that. I want to continue that legacy because of what my ancestors did and, you know, my, my grandparents and great grandparents. Yeah. I, I want to do that for, for us, you know, and so that that's just my take on it. But Akil, I'm glad you brought that up because it's such a good point, uh, especially in these days and in these, this area, things are just getting crazy. I find it interesting what you're saying because uh, all of you a little bit, because I see a lot of similarities with me and language. Uh, and, you know, uh, because I'm a sellout in my family because I speak English all the time. Like my son and I speak English and my mom will say like, stop, stop speaking English. You're both French. And I'm like, no, he's not like his dad's English. And, uh, but I can totally see how here in Quebec that, well, in the States too, but in Quebec, there's a lot of native people and, uh, there's been, um, a movement in the newer generations where they say literally I'm not going to date someone who doesn't live on a reservation because I want them to understand my struggles and uh, I want to keep my line going so I find this super interesting cinnamon what you're saying it's 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 a it's a really valid point that uh, you know to keep like it, I don't know I really like your point I've I've not seen it that way a lot before personally because it's not my personal struggle but Besides, you know, all preferences aside, it's totally valid to want to, uh, quote unquote, keep the fight going. Like, I would understand personally why a French Canadian person would want to marry and have kids with a French Canadian person to keep the French language going in Canada. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I like your point. Thank you. Part three of 40ish and Single will be dropping soon. Be on the lookout. 
Make sure that you subscribe to Zeninish so you never miss an episode. Zeninish copyrighted podcast and website offer opinions of Dr. Lakeisha Hudson, Dr. Kiki Zeninish LLC, and or guests. Content is for information only, not medical advice. Consult a professional for health concerns. Opinions are personal and do not reflect workplaces. Privacy is a priority. All names may be altered for confidentiality. Not for legal use. No guarantee of accuracy. No doctor-patient relationship established. For errors, email 423.4.doctor.kiki at gmail.com.